Martin Scorsese has nothing on you. I thought it was really good. Just really good. The way I see Lottie in the future, I definitely see an animation tool designed specifically for creating Lotties. Come on, nervous. <laughs> oh, gosh. It could be worse. It could be live. Melia and I are doing the Starsky and Hush type thing. Like There's a reason I didn't go for a career in comedy. <laughs> <laughs> Welcome to the next revolution in motion. Welcome to the Life Files podcast. I'm Maylee. And I'm Edmund. Hey, Maylee. Today we have an awesome guest, Sam Osborne, the man, the myth, the legend. What do you have to say about Sam before we bring him in? Uh, I've seen a, a lot of Sam's work on Lottie Files, uh, not just obviously the animations, but a lot of the tutorials and explainer tips on his Twitter. And I think Sam is one of the biggest... One of the biggest advocates for Lottie, but also one of the biggest helpers in the community spreading information and helping give people tips. I think every designer working in Lottie and developer knows the pain points and the struggles and the fact that Lottie's so new means there's not much information out there. So Sam is helping fill that gap, which I'm sure loads of people find really helpful. I have only one word to describe it. The word is prolific. That's, that's my one word. <laughs> All right, without further ado, let's let Sam in. Hey, Sam, can you hear us now? Yes, yes, I can. Thank you for having me. Yeah, yeah, it's a pleasure, pleasure. Okay, Sam, first question, we always ask everyone when they get on the call. There's a lot of stuff, like, we could try to say about you, but we'll probably muck it up and not get it right. So, like, how do you introduce yourself? I generally like to say that I'm just a full stack developer and a Lottie animator. You might have seen some of my stuff under the name SV Genius. So you write under the name SV Genius. What is that? Explain that to us. Yeah, that name was when I first saw that Lottie were rendering on a web page as SVGs. And so when I was starting out making this stuff for Lottie, I didn't want to use my real name. I wanted to have a sort of brand around it. Yeah, I knew it had to have something with SVG in it and it just sounded quite good. So. That's where Issue Genius came from. Yeah, sounds good. Sounds good. Maylee, what do you think about that name? <laughs> I think someone pointed out recently, oh, I didn't even realize it's SVG, SVG Genius. I can't even say it right. Sorry, Sam. But <laughs> they're like, yeah, it's got the word SVG in. And I think none of us actually took note of this and realized that was the link. So yeah, I think it hits the nail on the head for not just motion, but you know, also static illustration. And the SVG is like, probably one of the better choices when it comes to uh, a static design as well because of its crispness and the fact that it can be converted into a lottie a static lottie is even better so what i think a lot of people might be curious about sam is how did you get to where you are today like how did you become this developer and lottie animator what sort of led you here my sort of journey always was running in parallel to lottie files as well but how i started off was I wanted to make a portfolio website and I wanted to make it a bit more dynamic, just make it stand out a bit. And I wanted to add animations to it. And I started looking at how to get this done. And all I was finding was JavaScript libraries where I had to code the animations myself. And then eventually I stumbled upon Lottie and saw that it would make it a lot easier to do so. 
I started documenting myself on it. I, it was quite new, so there wasn't much out there. And that's when I sort of realized I could make it my niche and grow a lot inside of it. And then there was Lottie files at the time I discovered. And there wasn't a marketplace at that time. So my first idea was actually to make the marketplace for Lottie animations. And then after a few months of trial and error, I couldn't really get anything good running. And Lottie files came out with the marketplace as well. So I stopped working on that and started making packs and animations. And when I started using Lottie to make the animations, that's when I noticed tutorials needed to be made and more tools and things like that. And also seeing what Lottie files was doing and what Lottie files wasn't doing, trying to fill those gaps as well, because I was just a solo developer and I knew you guys were a big team. So I was perhaps a bit more flexible and just could do things quickly and what I wanted to do. So that's when I started making tutorials and developing Lottie Interactive. And yeah, I think I've definitely started focusing more on the tutorial side now rather than making packs because there are a lot better animators out there than me. But I think my unique take on it is that I can do the animations as well as doing the programming side of it as well. So I can understand both worlds sort of. You normally get either a designer or a developer, and it can be quite rare to get both. I'm assuming you studied as one, and then the other thing might have been a hobby, but which came first? How did you learn both? Yeah, I graduated in December as a computer science master's. Yeah, my background is in programming. With Lottie, I managed to learn how to animate and design and all that stuff. But I always liked the creative side, and as a programmer, it's nice with Lottie, it gives us a nice break. It's nice to have the sort of artistic side to it as well, because code is great and all, but sometimes it can like just get you very frustrated or things like that. It's nice to uh, have a mix of code and animation. So hold on, mainly in the world of Lottie, like I know we have different personas. We have developers, we have designers, we have project managers, we have marketers, we have indie makers and whatnot. Is Sam like a unicorn because he does both? Yeah, kind of in a way, because Sam can obviously design a lot of the animation, but then also implement it and make it interactive, which like that aspect of it, you need to have some idea of how that works in terms of the, the code side of it. And I imagine a lot of designers have a, that frustration where they're like, I know what I want my animation to do on this site, but I don't know how to make it work. And they have to be dependent on someone else. Sam doesn't have that dependency. So... There's a lot more freedom and a lot more room for experimentation as well, which I imagine feels very limitless. Amazing. So Sam, you don't need anybody to help you. Like, that's <laughs> amazing. <laughs> we love having you, Sam. You have helped me, especially as I'm new to the team. And I feel like I've put on a flash suit and I can run faster just because like you have helped me like, okay, here's how it works. And this is all you need to worry about. But Let's pivot to your projects. There's one particular project I know of that I wanted to start with, which is this amazing masterclass level Hollywood produced like <laughs> tutorial that you did. Can you tell us about that first? And then I promise I'll let go and I'll ask you more, more serious stuff if you want. <laughs> yeah, that was the, the course for awards. That was a great opportunity, but it, it actually came along because of the Lottie Files Discord uh, someone from awards posted there that they needed teachers 
and I didn't actually even reply to it. I was just posting my videos in the resource uh, channel. And at that time, I only had about three or four videos and they reached out on LinkedIn and I was, yeah, asked, they asked me if I wanted to, to do the course. And at that time, I, my like video production skills and yeah, general quality of the videos was pretty patchy at the time, I think. So it really forced me to upgrade a lot of stuff and get better at teaching and all that stuff. But it was a good amount of pressure, but I think it's really helped me to become better at teaching Lottie. Yeah. Martin Scorsese has nothing on you. I thought it was really <laughs> good. Just, just really good. Really good. Mainly over to you. I'm giving Sam a hard time here. <laughs> What's the one big thing that changed for you when you found out about Lottie? Like, how did it change workflow, time spent, freedom of creativity, like things like that? What's the biggest thing you noticed? I think the biggest thing that's changed is being able to definitely have ideas in design or animation and being able to implement them myself. Also, creating tools like open source tools was something that I haven't done before and that's rewarding in its own way i'm sure there's a lot of people out there who are just like oh i don't really know what open source is really or if they do know they're like oh how can i contribute positively to it and you obviously have done that so it'd be great to hear that experience yeah so well, open sourcing software is basically making a software that anyone can read and understand if you have the technical skills and use freely. And with Lottie Interactive, again, it was a niche that I saw that there were Lottie players, but everyone would have to recode their own interactions for even simple things for like playing an animation on hover, clicking on them and things like that. So instead of having to recode these interactions every time, uh, it's just better to open source it so everyone saves time. That was again, yeah, like I said, a, a niche and something that I saw perhaps Lottie Files wasn't necessarily doing at the time. So I decided to take that on and I always used it as well to discover new technologies or use new programming languages just to enhance my <laughs> programming skills really. Because yeah, all of this really started off as just trying to get better at different programming languages and things like that. So every time I was taking on a niche, I was trying to learn something different about it and make something useful at the same time. And how have you found the response? It's been growing slowly, but gradually more people are using it. It's always nice to see if someone uses it in their project and sometimes that pops up. So it's, it's quite a weird feeling to, to think that your code is being used by someone else that you just don't know at all or something. Sam, that's a good point. Being that you represent these two different types of people that use Lottie, developers and designers, I wanted to ask you specifically about the developer, you know, point of view. You just said something about how Lottie gave you an opportunity to flex your programming and software engineering skills in, in a different way. But what are the other reasons developers like use or maybe even i don't know don't like body like just give us that perspective because from a designer perspective we can see it beautiful animations put it on a website put it in an app awesome but can you give us more about the developer perspective into why this is or isn't a big deal yeah the one thing that makes Lottie really attractive is how easy it is to implement into websites and mobile apps if you wanted to do this 
animation and programming work before, either you'd have to use, as I said, different JavaScript libraries, or you'd have to use other technologies, perhaps like OpenGL, if you wanted more 3D rendering, and that can be quite technically complicated. So Lottie's a good mix of being, being technical, where you have programming to interact with and play these animations, but it's fairly simple. And then on the creative side, obviously you need After Effects and things like that. But as well, the animations, you can get them up and running fairly quickly as well. So blurring the barrier of entry to animation is important, I think. And programming as well, it's getting simpler. And with more things like no code coming along, that's going to become even simpler and you'll be able to just drag and drop a Lottie wherever you want and get it up and running. So Sam, obviously you also make Lottie animations as well. Um, wondering, is there any type of Lottie animation in particular you like to make? And also when you make it, do you make it with the end experience in mind when it's implemented? What will the user be potentially doing with it? My personal preference for Lottie animations are more on the icon side rather than big illustrations. I like quite simple black and white icon animations. That's why I'm quite, I'm going to mess this up. Asian industries with all the like isometric oh, yeah. cubes and stuff like that. I think like stuff like that are just like super cool. Um, not saying that illustrations are, but illustrations when they're big like that and have gradients and things like that, they can also be, have a big file size as well. But yeah, I, I like, I quite like the simple icon animations and stuff like that. And I suppose that's quite in yes. tune with a lot of UX designers would think of is not to overpower things with animation, but it's more about the subtlety, the hamburger menu, the share button, the download button, all those things that people forget can be animated. And most of the time are in our apps and we don't even realize, but also create really great experiences. Yeah, definitely. Sam, awesome that you shouted out iSion Industries. Yeah, <laughs> I've seen his work too. And like those cubes, imagine if they had like different colors on each side. He does some really cool work. I want to just pivot a little and I want to just talk about animation in general as it has to do with, for example, designers and or developers. So you tend to feature both. And my question is this, with the rise of new trends, you've got no code, which is all about visual development and making coding easier. You've got Lottie files, which now like with Lottie itself, with animation is just leading this new revolution in, in motion and motion design. And my question is with these technological advances, are they taking power away from developers and designers or giving them power? Could you touch on that? Yeah, that's a good question. I think that as, as a lot of these things come along, it's more, you've got to see it more as a tool in their toolbox. It's not necessarily taking away power from them. It's giving them perhaps even more power to create and, and animate their creative visions. And definitely with no code, it's going to let, it's going to let the designers and animators integrate them onto the websites as well. Yeah, it's, it's small power. So then as, as one of the gateways to Lottie information, what kind of things do you see the most in terms of questions about Lottie coming from designers and developers? What's the top five or top three for each, whichever? Yeah, definitely the general sort of confusion or surprise when different effects don't work on different platforms. That's something that comes up a lot. And the documentation is there on which supported effects are 
present on different platforms. But I think one day, if that could just be like generalized, that would help a lot of different frustrations. So perhaps with Lottie, also little things like being able to perhaps trim animations, because sometimes a lot of animations have a white space around them. So the inside of the frame, the animation can be quite small or too large and people want to change this around. The third point of frustration I'd say is gradients, probably masks. I hear that a lot. Yeah. Masks can be tricky and also the, uh, different rigging tools. Sometimes they work. Sometimes they don't like, like rubber hose or duic. They're not, there's not too much clarity on what works and what doesn't work with those tools. It does seem to all surround AE, those limitations there when translated into a Lottie design. What about for developers though? Like what are the common ones there that you hear? I've seen a lot of yeah developers trying to use them as backgrounds as well. That can sometimes be a point of frustration. Perhaps if it was easier to use Lottie animations as background animations for websites or apps. Then on, on the more technical side, sometimes it's just processing power that it would either make the Apple website a bit more laggy because it's playing the animation on the, the CPU that, and also the size, like the file size, what's a good, what's a good file size is over a megabyte for an animation too large or not. So yeah, it's, I'd say it's less on the technical side, but more on the experience, how having lots of animations will impact user experience. Sam, with respect to the, the file size, like Lottie by its nature is already up to six times smaller than a traditional yeah. like video file or a GIF. So w walk me through like in a developer's mind, if Lottie's are already much smaller, why are developers always thinking about the size of files? Just help me out there. Yeah. So file size is important because if you've got thousands of users around the world, that's a lot of bandwidth just to download your, your GIF or your video. So definitely because Lotties do have a much smaller file size, that's, that cuts down on the, the necessary bandwidth. And, and then eventually it's, you've got to think of it as scaling because this saves a lot of time and then it saves loading time because the Lottie files are smaller and therefore people stay on the website or the app longer and they don't go away. And then that translates into conversions for an e-commerce website, for, for example. So it, it does have a big impact on, on user experience to have the smaller file sizes. The thing is the Lottie file size is a lot smaller. Your actual JSON file would be a lot smaller than GIFs or MP4s, but then to actually play this JSON file, the code needed can be the Lottie player for the web, at least can be quite heavy. And by heavy, I mean, it takes up a lot of memory and that means more time to download and things like that. So you've got these small JSON files, basically, but the players can be seen, can be viewed as quite large. So that's one of the problems at the moment. I have a little secret and Lottie files is working on something too make that a little bit lighter. <laughs> so fingers crossed, Ooh. hopefully soon we'll be able to announce it, but you know, like something, something's coming and it will make this issue with the player a lot less of an issue, let's say.
So keep, awesome. keep listening to my Twitter. We'll announce. <laughs> <laughs> Sam, quick question. With regards to uh, Lottie Files being smaller, you do bring up a point about the player presenting a uh, significant you know, amount of data that the developers have to deal with. Here's my question, though. When you think of the overall or when you think of the average data load of a website and what proportion of that would be ascribed to like animations like Lottie and, and whatnot, it, it seems to me that because the file sizes are smaller, Eventually, like the overall size of the animation, like module or segment of a website can be very small. So will that encourage designers to go crazy and make even more advanced Lotties because the file sizes are so much smaller? Yeah, I think there'd be, there'd be a lot more complicated, perhaps, uh, Lotties and interactions with them. But I'm not a designer or per, like animator per se, but I see a lot of articles warning about overusing animations because it, it takes your it draws your focus in onto that one point and if you have animations popping off everywhere it's distracting i think that's what it it definitely happened but they've got to designers have got to be careful of using animations to draw the attention to a specific point yeah. and make it impo- make it okay. important basically so essentially we've given them the keys to a candy store yeah <laughs> Okay. Okay. So we know that you're working on on Lottie quite a bit. You've got this awesome tutorial that's out there that's helping people succeed in using Lotties and especially from the dev and designer side of things. Like what other projects are you working on that we don't know or we should know? Is there another masterclass coming out? What's up? <laughs> Not really any masterclasses coming out. I, I do plan on making YouTube tutorials fairly consistently. But top secret projects, I'm currently working on redesigning and remaking the whole SV Genius website. And I want to pivot from selling different packs to making a complete open source animation pack. Because what I see is the need for basic interface icons that need to be animated and I thought it would be a good idea to yeah, open source them and give them for free so that if anyone wants to include lot animations into their applications or websites, that they'd have at least the basic icons that we use every day available to them. And they'd be animated as lotties, so that'd be always So what's the current URL for the SV Genius site? SVGenius.co. So you're going to redo all this so that people have a readily usable group of things to start with. Yeah, it will basically, the front page will just be all the different animated icons I I want to make. And when you say they're open source, do you mean a user could then uh, come and make it move in the way they want it to, let's say? Yeah, I'm thinking of offering the After Effects files, the JSON files, GIFs if they want to, but yeah posting it on github as well if they if they wanted them thank you for telling us about that secret project of all these projects you've worked on projects you're working on what are some surprising things you've learned along the way the big problem i had before and that is quite common in the sort of like side project community is that you'd start a lot of different side projects and never finish them and i wouldn't say this project is finished per se but it taught me to stick with just like making a project for the long run and 
when I found out about Lottie, I, I really saw it as uh, a niche and something that could be developed into a lot more different things. Yeah, basically learned to, to persevere and actually finish projects. That's the main takeaway. So looking back at your life and your career, what would you now tell yourself like about five years ago, you five years ago? <laughs> Me five years ago, I would, I definitely say to make more use of the opportunities uh, presented to you because I was in, <laughs> I was in university at the time, but I never really took up any of the like extracurricular opportunities that were offered. So whether that be hackathons or stuff like that. So I'd definitely say, yeah, make more use of the opportunities that are offered to you. And if you didn't go into the career you're in now, where do you think you would have ended up and why did you not go down that route instead? I, I don't know really, honestly, I, I wasn't sure at all what I wanted to do. I just knew that I liked playing a lot of computer games at that time. And I guess that programming could be pretty cool, but yeah, I wasn't very good at, at the sciences really. Computer science was the, the science you were good at. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Sam, I feel like we should have you again in the future, maybe like on a webinar. So you can literally answer questions people have and show them some really like quick, awesome tricks in Lottie. What, what do you think? Yeah, that sounds, that sounds great. Oh my God. Meili, we just recruited Sam to actually host the <laughs> webinar. This is going to be amazing. <laughs> Sam, what's a question that we haven't asked you that you wish we did? Perhaps where I would see Lottie going in the future. What's the future of Lottie? That's an awesome question, Sam. Why don't you answer that? <laughs> the way I see Lottie in the future, I definitely see an animation tool designed specifically for creating Lotties because... Right now, it's this sort of sandbox inside of After Effects. So I think something purposely created for Lottie to create them and animate them would be a great tool. And we can see it already, but I think no-code integrations with Lottie is going to be a lot bigger. And I think you'll just be able to drag and drop Lottie animations into website or apps and position them wherever you want to, and that'd be fine. You won't need to touch any code to get them up and running. Wow. So that means a noob like me can actually make stuff happen. Okay. <laughs> I am looking forward to that future, Sam. Let me know what I have to do to bring that future forward. <laughs> Sam, where can people find you? Yeah, you can find me as SV Genius on Instagram or YouTube, or just check out svgenius.co. For the moment, there's not much on the website, but in the near future, I definitely plan on uh, creating those free interface icons. So you can go check that out svgenius.co on Twitter as well. Sam, this has been awesome. I think you're a very talented individual and I just loved talking to you today. Meili, over to you. Like, I have nothing more to say. Like, I'm starstruck. He's awesome. <laughs> like, what else can we say? Meili, over to you. I think, Sam, like, one of the things on behalf of the Lottie, I would love to say just thank you. Thank you for contributing to the community in terms of the information, the tips you provide, also for the open source stuff you've done. There are a lot of people out there who are probably very grateful. And the fact that you're putting all these tutorials on YouTube as well is going to be answering the questions of so many others and helping so many others who are tearing their hair out, trying to figure things out. And then they can just Google it and you come up. I think a little bit of a Lottie savior. <laughs> thank you. And uh, yeah, thank you. Thank you again for having me on. <laughs>